Well, it's uh, 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Pacific. It's December 6, 2021 in the Pat Price Tech Talk training room. I'm Larry Gassman, co-chair of Tech Talk and also co-chair of Accessible World. And we thank the uh, we thank Larry Lumpkin tonight for the topic that we're going to talk about for the next hour or so. And all of you guys are involved in that as well. Uh, currently, by the way, there are 26 in here. And if you guys have comments or thoughts about things maybe that we won't, won't introduce or talk about, then by all means, when it's time, raise your hand and chat with us about how you read print. What does that mean? Well, for years, a lot of us, long time ago, we would have readers from school, if we're old enough, some of us are, we'd have readers who would read mail to us. I still do, by the way, to some degree. Um, she comes over, and once a week we do bills and mail, but but that's once a week. And sometimes I need other things read, so I have Ira. Uh, I've got Be My Eyes if I want, Super Sense. So many choices, and some of us have favorites, and uh, we'll be talking about our favorites here soon. Uh, I, I I like I like the human touch. Some people like synthesizers, etc. But how do you read print? That's a fascinating topic. And I'm so glad we're going to talk about it. Let's uh, let's ask Alan to unmute. And Alan is uh, has low vision, so he does have some vision. Uh, so does Brad. And they're going to talk, I think, probably first about some of the, the things that you can do if you have partial sight in terms of getting things read when you need to get them read. So, Alan, if you're unmuted, go ahead, please. Thanks, Larry. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to talk just a little bit about choices and 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 approaches and stuff and i'll be honest if i've got a human around that's where i'm going first because it's fast and it's quick so i like i don't like messing around with stuff so if if i've got somebody that 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 can lay eyes on something and i want to know quickly what like what a piece of mail is i'm going to hand it to them and i'm going to say you know hit me and, and and do it that way all right. The, the next thing I want to say is wh- when, when you don't have human eyes available and you're going to have to use some kind of technology, I really prefer the iPhone because I, I'm telling you, the older I get, I can use one device and it pretty much handles what I need. My, my brain's not good enough anymore where I can learn all the different interfaces for all the different advice, different devices that are out there. And the iPhone, what, you know, once I've learned it, you know, pretty much the gestures are, are, are fairly common and, you know, they, they transport across different apps and stuff. So uh, that's where I'm coming from. So uh, that, that, that'll tell you about my approach. Uh, I, I, I've got like an iPhone 13 mini, so it, it's a fairly new phone. It, it's not, it's not the top end phone. Uh, I mean, you, you, you can have to give up your, I mean, if you want to, you can take your firstborn child and put them up to, to get the high end phones and stuff. Cause the cameras are getting super technical and super, uh, advanced and stuff. Well, you know, I don't, I, my photo taking this is for like, taking pictures of text for the most part. And so I'm, I'm not doing any other kind of photo stuff. So I don't need the high end phone. I like the iPhone 13 mini because it, it fits in my pocket and I can carry it around with me. So that that's where I'm coming from. So, so having said all that, 
when you're having to take a picture of something, kind of get to, it's very helpful if you know what it is you're working with. If it's a piece of mail, you know, mail's kind of laid out pretty much on a standard. If if you got a a mail envelope, there's usually going to be a return address in the upper left-hand corner. There's probably going to be a little window that's going to have an address. And that's kind of what you want to, you know, get into the, you know, you can't see the frame, but you need to hold the camera up. So you, you kind of grab those couple of pieces of information. And I got to tell you, when you're doing a short text kind of operation, nothing is better than seeing AI for doing, doing it quick, doing it fast, getting good results. And it doesn't cost anything. So, I mean, it's, it's a win, win, win all the way around. Uh, and, and if nothing else in, in the, in the short text option under seeing AI, you can use that to kind of get a handle on what kind of print it is you're dealing with, because I don't know, it, you know, we're, we're probably all familiar with columnar data. If you, if you've ever, if you've ever, you know, been exposed to a newspaper, newspapers historically, you know, if, if you were using the printed kind, which, you know, they seem to all be dying off. Uh, or, or magazines, they are typically, the print is typically going to be in two or three columns of information. Well, historically, when you try to scan something like that, if it's not set up to process columns, it's going to read line one all the way across. You're going to end up with a bunch of gibberish because uh, instead of reading the columns up and down, you know, from start to finish, it's not going to do that. So you can use the short text feature of seeing AI to kind of get a feel uh, you'll know if you're dealing with columnar information or not, because it'll, if it reads and it's, and, and, and it's all funky sound and it's cause it's probably reading the first line of column one, then the, you know, the first line of column two, it's not going to make any sense because it's not designed to be read that way. Uh, and, but you know, for, for things like doing mail and stuff like that, uh, like a quick, a quick note or a quick print, you can't beat, the, the short text channel of seeing AI. It, it's fast and it's good. And, I, and I, I'm, I'm not going to go on and on about it because I know there's some other people may talk about it too. But uh, uh, the other thing I want to mention is if it, it, it's good to come up with a base of operations, if you're going to be doing your uh, text reading using some kind of device. And I'll just mention you need some kind of light in the room, either use the flash or the flashlight on your phone to provide light or, or, or try to make sure there's light in the room. And since most paper is going to be white with, with black text on it, put it on a, a dark background surface, like a brown table or something that makes a great backdrop for, for your, for your paper because it gives you lots of contrast and cameras love contrast when they're trying to come up with a picture of text and stuff. Uh, the more contrast you have, the better off you are in being able to get it read to you. Uh, so the, the, there's, like Larry said at the beginning, there are a host of apps that, that, that'll do OCR and process text for you. Kind of get to know what kind of text you're dealing with. I've got to say, I know a lot of folks talk about SuperSense, and I think somebody will be mentioning that one. I like the uh, Envision AI. It, it was one that came out about the same time as SuperSense. And, uh, I, you know, I'm not sure what the 
the prices of these things vary from time to time, but this is the time of year when you, you need to check to see if you can get a good deal on them. I'm a big believer in lifetime subscriptions because you can pay a flat price. Usually you don't have to worry about paying on a monthly basis or an annual basis for something. And you usually get the best deals going that route. Uh, I don't remember what I, what I paid for uh, envision AI. I think it's $89 now, but, but like I say, watch, watch for sales and stuff. But, but Envision AI does a really good job of processing columns. Uh, you know, I, 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 I got into Excel today, and I, and I, and I set up a couple of uh, 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 two cells of information, and I, and I made sure it was, was real, you know, the, I, I, had it, I turned on the wrap text, the formatting, so that it, it would give me a column of information in column A, and a column of information in column B, and I printed it. So this this is two columns of data that don't really have much of a uh, a break between them. It's not like an open book that you're scanning two different pages. This, these were two type columns, almost like a newspaper column article would look like. And uh, and and Envision AI knocked it out of the park. I mean, I I scanned it. Uh, and it, it, it read the whole thing in the right order, uh, column one and then column two. It, it, it was great. So, uh, I, I mean, also, you know, keep in mind whether you think you might want to, you're going to try to, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. When I'm, when I'm trying to scan something that I'm, that I really want to produce a document to save to my computer and stuff, I'm, I'm going to use my scanner and my, my printer and stuff to scan that. Because the the computer's just just more capable of, of doing that kind of stuff, but if you think you might want to save something uh, and, and and save it on your phone and, and save it in a Dropbox folder or, or in your your iCloud folders and stuff like that, you can do that too. And you know these different apps have different options. Once you decide which app you like that, that handles the type of text you like, you know that, that works for you, stick with it. I mean, because I mean, there's lots of choices, but pick one, stick with it. Practice does make perfect with this stuff. And as y'all know, you got to practice with your computer programs. You got to practice with your iPhone apps to get good at them because they have different interfaces. And the way to, to, to get good at them is to, you know, to settle on one of them and practice it. So uh, that's all I'm going to say. I know that was more than enough, but uh, uh, I'll, I'll let some other folks comment about, about their iOS apps, but iOS has a lot of good choices and, and the iPhone's just great for doing this kind of thing. So thanks. Thank you, Alan. Good stuff. Uh, let's move to Brad. Brad is also low vision. And so I wanted to keep you guys together because you're going to be talking about some of the same things, but maybe we'll have a different slant on it. So Brad, go ahead. All right. Thank you, Larry. Just think I'm unmuted. Um, I was going to talk a little bit about video magnifiers. You know, there's a lot of these out there. Um, basic thing is you got a, a camera and some kind of a screen. Uh, and there, there are all kinds of these. You know, once upon a time, they were giant. They were desktop and they had giant CRT. But, you know, times have changed. And even the desktop units have gotten much more manageable. They have uh, LCD or LED screens nowadays. Uh, but these things kind of fall into a couple, uh, I look at them as kind of three different categories. You got your desktop ones, you got your, your handheld portables, and then somewhere in the middle is what they call luggables. And it's like a desktop that can fold up and 
travel with you. And I'm not going to even begin to talk about all the different um, manufacturers and model names. There's just too many to go over. If you ever get a chance to go to one of the shows like CSUN, or if we ever again have NFB or ACB uh, conventions where they have a vendor exhibit, you might have an opportunity to see some of the manufacturers have some of these on display. And it's really quite fascinating to see all the different models and choices and features and things available. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I am low vision. I have RP and I have had a couple of different desktop magnifiers over, over the years. I started out with a, a simple one. It was a, a in, enhanced vision to call it a Merlin. And it was a camera only unit that had a, I put a computer monitor on top of it. It was, you know, inexpensive to buy and get going. It had a really, really, really good camera and uh, uh, wasn't adjustable because you had that monitor sitting on top. And, you know, I, I moved forward to another one. I did get a, a different model Merlin with a LCD. Right now I'm using a, uh, a Topaz from Freedom Scientific. It's called a Topaz HDXL. I don't know what the XL stands for other than I think, uh, well, it's got a feature I'll get to in a second. They got it in different screen sizes. I have the middle. I have a 22. I think it also comes in 17 and 24 if I've got that correct. I could be wrong. Uh, but it's a real nice unit. It's got, uh, you know, they always have a, what we call a moving XY table. You put a book or something heavy on it. You can slide it back and forth, up and down. They all have this kind of a thing. Uh, nothing new. Uh, and they got, you know, knobs to adjust the magnification, the contrast. You got your different modes. Uh, I'm a fan of the black background with uh, white or yellow text. That helps my, uh, the way my vision works. I've known I used to work at the Dallas Lighthouse and I dealt with all kinds of people with RP and I learned just because you got RP doesn't mean it's like what I got. It's all different. So everybody wants something a little different. And most of these have got different, different modes and you can adjust the contrast and things like this. Uh, mine's even got a feature that allows me to connect it via a USB cable to uh, my, my computer. Like I have a laptop computer and I believe it'll work similar to the, what a, a Pearl camera, something like that does. I don't think it's as lit. It's, it, it's not as good as a Pearl. I've never used it for that because I have a Pearl camera and I know, know one of the other presenters will be talking about the Pearl if everybody doesn't already know what that is, but it has this feature, which I have to say, I have never used it. Um, but it is there if you wanted to. Um, but it is one of the, the top line ones, you know, Freedom Scientific and Vespero now have uh, Autolec and they now have Enhanced Vision under the umbrella of Vespero. So there's a, a number of different choices there. Um, I've had a couple of handheld magnifiers over the years. I started out with a, a device from Telesensory, remember them, called a Pico. That was about 20 years ago, and I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Now, I still have it. Its battery doesn't hold a charge anymore, but I look at it, and it seems kind of archaic. But it was a device with a little four-inch screen, and it was pretty neat. It had different modes, and I could carry it in my backpack, and it probably lasted about three, four hours worth of a charge. It was it was pretty nice at the time. I thought it was great. Um, from there, I moved on to a little device from Hims called a SenseView Light, and it's about the size 
of your original iPhone and had a screen about the same size, maybe three and a half, four inches. And it was LED. I thought it was the sharpest looking screen I'd ever seen at the time. I, I, I probably got it about 12 years ago. And it's still real nice. It works great. Um, and I still carry it with me when I travel because it's real handy to have. It, and like a lot of them nowadays, it's, you know, it's got magnification. I got different modes, dark background, light text, or, uh, you know, true color, you know, um, or black and white only, white background, black text. And it's got a neat feature uh, that pretty much all of them have nowadays. You can... Um, get something like maybe you need that serial number off your dishwasher so you can tell the repairman what you got. You're able to find that thing and hit a button and it'll freeze frame and hold it so that you can, or a phone number out of the phone book. Remember phone books? Uh, something like that. So you could freeze frame it. It wouldn't save it, but you could um, freeze frame it. So, and that's still a pretty neat device. Nowadays I have a, uh, um, a device from Freedom Scientific called a Ruby. It's a Ruby HD XL. They make several models of these. The one I have is a seven inch. Uh, it has a little plastic stand. It'll tilt up and you can hold it over what your uh, written material. It's real handy to take to meetings where they're handing out handouts and everybody else can just look at it. Well, uh, I'm able to put it on the table. It's got its own light and I can adjust the magnification to a level that works well for the size of print on the paper. It's got also, like they all do, different modes. I always liked, like I said, the black background with light color text. Um, and again, it has the freeze frame feature. Uh, and this one also has the ability to save the images that you freeze frame in memory. And I have never done this yet, but you can connect it to your computer through a USB cable with the screen it's got a usb micro that connects to the device and uh, connect the usb cable to your computer and i believe you can download these it'll show up as a drive and you can um, access the images that you have saved it also has um, a little handle that flips out i know they've had this for quite a while and you, you can hold it like a magnifying glass over whatever you're reading i find both a of the two portables I have very handy. I've used them in hotel rooms, read the thermometer or read the uh, channel guide for the TV and things of that nature. Of course, nowadays we're spoiled. We have Ira. We can do a lot of those things, but you know, sometimes it's nice to just uh, have a video magnifier and, and, and something when you want to look, look at something, maybe the uh, room service menu in a hotel or something. Um, well, I could go on and on about these, and that's just a brief overview. But uh, uh, again, th there are many, many choices. Everybody's needs and what works best for them is different. And the only thing I could say is if you're in the market for one of these things is, is become acquainted with all the different choices that are out there. Talk to a friend who maybe has one, try out a few and find what works best for you. What works best for me may not be what works best for someone else. So I would uh, just be aware that there's lots of choices out there. And that's all I got, Larry. Thank you, Brad. Thank you very much. Good stuff. And a lot of good advice. Now, we are we're probably going to be asking you guys to raise your hands fairly shortly. We had four people scheduled. I do not see Andrea. 
If she's here, she's being very, very quiet. But I don't see her yet, so we'll see what happens. And we'll call on Myrna first. Uh, and Myrna is not low vision, so Myrna has probably a few different uh, ideas about this, as do I. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll see where we go from here. If Andrea comes, then we'll dro- we'll drop her in. That's not a problem. Myrna, are you unmuted? I hope so. You are. Good. So my answer to the question is, any way I can get it rich. And I do have um, some methods that I prefer over other methods, depending on what I'm reading. And everybody says, well, you know, you have a sighted person. Sure. But sometimes you don't want a sighted person to read. You might have information that you don't want everybody in the world to see. So sometimes... Most of the time, I would say if I was a sighted person, that would be my first choice. But there are some times that, no, I don't, I really don't want you to see this. So what do you do? So depending, um, I have so many things in this house, we, both my husband and I for reading. We each have a pearl camera and we can use um, the JAWS scanning system or open book to do it. And um, that's what Pat does for email, uh, not email, sorry, Pat does for regular mail. And I do for some of my mail too. And I would say if I had a book that I was scanning, uh, I haven't scanned a book in a long time, but if I chose to do it, I think that's the way I would do it. Um, if I look at a package, if I want to see cooking instructions, I will use the uh, the iPhone. And my favorite iPhone app is really Voice Stream Scanner. Um, um, SuperSense is good, but I find that I, that you get more red with Voice Stream Scanner. Um, and sometimes even even better than the Pro Camera for me. I'm, looking at a bill, it was a Con Edison bill, electrical, couldn't see part of it. And I said, oh, I'm going to use my phone. And I, and I found the whole thing on there. So um, as for phone, I guess I've used seeing AI and, um, you know, I used a whole lot of them, but my favorite would be voice stream scanner. Um, so, you know, that's that for me, if I'm looking at a package and cooking instructions, that's where I would go um, to do it. Uh, let's see, how else do I read? Um, so you can get things also, um, it's not exactly, you know, reading print, but oftentimes you can get manuals online. So if I have an appliance and I can find a manual online for it, um, that's the way I'm going to do it rather than you might have the printed manual, but if I can find an electronic copy, that's where I'm going for. And it's usually in PDF format. Um, and I find that. Um, rather than use Adobe, I like to use Microsoft Edge. I find that you can, if, if the document has headings, you can go by headings. Um, the find feature is easier to do. Um, so um, if if I can find a manual online, so that's another way that I'm going to be reading. So it really depends on what it is that I'm reading. Um, and I might try several methods. Um, and, of course, there's IRA. Um, but back to human and you can trust, you know, you definitely can trust them. So if I have a credit card to read, get a new credit card, that doesn't really work out very well with the scanner. Um, so I'll go with IRA for that one. Um, and if it's something with a lot of complicated tables in it, um, again, I'll go for IRA if I don't have a, you know, a friend that I trust. So basically, um, my answer is say, how do you read print? Any way I can get it. I use, you know, a hundred, as, as many different things as I can. And um, I might try one way. And if that's not working out, I'll go to, you know, I'll go to another app. Um, 
but it's just you know have as many i mean people talk about toolboxes and, and things um i guess it's a favorite thing now and have as many tools in your toolbox um as you can and that's how we print hey marna this is alan i, I yeah. was gonna say i don't, I don't know if you knew or not but Voice Dream Scanner came out with a with a new update. I think it came out yesterday. Did it? And, I didn't and, know that. And, and, and it does process columns. It processes columns now. Oh, good. And it, because and yeah, it it, it it does a good job. Provided there's a good bit of space between the two columns, like the, that that Excel yeah. example that I gave. It, it there's hardly any space at all between the two columns that, that I had printed. It did it it didn't do a good job of segregating that. But but when I put an extra column in between them. Then it read it. Then it read it great. Wow, so, I have uh, to do so, it because yeah, I've yeah, got right so. now. It's telling me that I've got sixty odd um, things in the app store that I need to update. It grows and it grows and it grows. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wow, yeah, I, can, I, I understand. <laughs> got to sit so, down and do it. But yeah, yeah, no, that's I find that and SuperSense is very good. But I find that um, for me, Voice Dream Scanner is the best. Yeah, all the Voice Dream products are great. Yeah, so. I should look into that because I have not used any of theirs. Oh yeah. gosh, Larry. It's yeah, I should. Special. I really should. John yells yeah. at me when I have thirty-five updates in the stores. You idiot! Uh, Download those yeah. things. I've got about yeah. sixty something. Now. Wow. I mean, it grows. And there's a software update too. Yeah. Um, Is there? On the iPhone that's supposed to take. Yeah, and I haven't taken it yet. So. And, and, appar- and apparently, the Voice Dream Reader has some of the the scanning capabilities built into it as well, and. Uh, apparently, Winston Chen is even adding the ability to process columns to the Voice Stream Reader app. So oh, wow. that, that 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 that's just something else to keep. Now, but it's, it's like yeah. everything else; you, you got to kind of get familiar with these things and learn them, and figure out the interfaces and stuff, and then settle on one. So, uh, but no, I should like, take a look at that because I use all the stuff that you guys use. Well, no, not I don't use all the stuff. Alan uses wouldn't do me any good but i yeah, use right. a lot of the stuff that myrna uses and then when i when i have problems you know i i've got a lot of tools as myrna mentioned before because i've been around the block a few times in terms of excessive technology and mm-hmm. and i and i worked on it when i was working and when i when i go to the web and i look at the web pages that are out and i can't figure out something I'll check all the screen readers and then I'll check all the, with all the browsers and double check those. And if that doesn't work, then I'll, I'll call Ira. Yeah. Cause Ira yeah. has an, a, the ability to use jaw. We can use jaws. We can use team viewer and yep. nine times out of 10, not, a, not always, but nine times out of 10, whoever is the representative representative can, can fix something or tell you how to do something. And if that doesn't work, I'll call, you know, the accessibility desk for whatever it might be like Microsoft or, or whatever, Amazon or, or even, uh, it's a couple more. Today we found out that Dropbox is, has an accessibility team. So I will find out about that. In fact, I'm going to try and see if we can get them on tech talk because a lot of people are having issues with every time they upgrade Dropbox with regard to the interface. So we're going to try and work on that. So, there are ways there are generally are ways and then if you don't know something and you can't figure it out and you've tried everything you've tried you have friends i hope who might be able to help you with ideas that they have don't you have a little cadre of friends who you call when you don't know what to do so call them and say i can't figure this out any ideas and usually they help as well 
So there's all kinds of resources available. You should never be stuck, ever, with regard to not being able to do something. There's usually a way around almost everything. And if there isn't, then you go back. If it's a, if it's a screen render, you go back and, and have the developer look at it. But generally, you're in pretty good shape. Well, thank you, Myrna. Thank you, Alan. Uh, has Andrea come in? Okay. She will if she can. Thank you also to uh, to Brad. We're now going to open the floor to you guys. And I know, for instance that Susan uh, Lumpkin wanted to talk. Mitchell's got his hand up. Several do. So, oh, there's Larry. Okay, so we got lots of hands. So, Ron, maybe you can help us with this, and maybe you guys have some other ideas, or maybe you want to talk more about what we've talked about. Whatever it is, this is going to help a lot of people, and that's what it's all about. Okay, looks like Mitchell was first. I use that uh, IRA app. And Freedom Scientific's great OCR for scanning newspapers and stuff like that. How well uh, how, how that, well do the newspapers uh, work? How well do they do? Especially the older ones. Do they do well when you scan? I have an old flatbed Canon scanner. Oh. It's not the best. I'm looking into getting a pro camera when I can get the money to do it. And Myrna, that uh, what's the app you mentioned? Uh, something scanner. Oh, Voice Dream. Is it's that a, you got to pay? You got to pay for that, or you pay for it once. It's not, you know, like um, seeing AI is free. Yeah. Okay? Voice Dream scanner, you buy it once. That's all you need to do. Um, Envision AI, which is another one that I didn't mention, that one subscription. Um, and you can get subscription, like you can get a month, month by month, you can get a year or you can get lifetime. SuperSense runs the same way, but voice stream scanner is the cheapest actually when you think about it. Um, except for, you know, seeing AI, which is free, but voice stream scanner, you buy it once, just once. I think it may be 1995. Does that sound right, Myrna? I'm trying to remember. It's cheaper than that. It, it, it's, you know. cha- it's changed a couple of times. And, I, yeah. I, and all these numbers are starting to run together with me because these prices change a lot. Yeah. But, uh, like but, it, it used to be that KNFB Reader was the top of the line. And then right. KNFB Reader kind of fell by the wayside because, you know, other things. And, and KNFB Reader was expensive. Yeah. When it was on sale, we all did it. And now, we kind of don't do it because there's stuff that's better. We all, you know, we all thought, oh, it's really great. It's really great. I but think Voice Dream a, Scanner is $6. Is it now 6 But sometimes okay. he'll put the whole package on sale too. Yeah. All three of his programs. Especially at this time of year. Right. So your hand was up, Larry, and I don't know, I didn't look that far down to see if yours was, Susan. Did you guys have questions or did you just have a couple of comments? I'll let him talk first, and then if he leaves out. Okay, then I'll you'll add. go get him. Good for no, you. No, I won't. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, she keeps me on the straight and narrow here. Well, I thought since since I, I suggested the idea, maybe I should I should make a, make a, a bit of a contribution. <laughs> We we do oh three or four primary things. Our primary print reading, uh, we Susan and I uh, 
scan and proof books for Bookshare. So I've got I, I'm always looking for the tool that does that job the best. Uh, I'm currently uh, helping developers work on a new a package that is made by a reading machine vendor that we own a, an earlier machine of theirs. Uh, it's Vision Aid out of England, and they have come out with a total rewrite of their PC-based software called Read It, R-E-A-D-I-T, Read It. And I think it's about to develop into a product that will export, you have to export the, the, the uh, recognition contents into RTF. Uh, I think it's about to get to the point where we can use that as a, as a, a tool for doing books. So we do books for Bookshare and I've collected uh, uh, PC-based OCR products over the years. Some uh, free, some uh, I've got, uh, I've got Open Book 9, which is still a very, a pretty good uh, uh, package. It hasn't uh, been developed in years. Uh, the Pearl camera we own, but it it did not meet our needs. Uh, I have Kurzweil. That's our old standby for doing books on Bookshare. It's still the one we use until uh, read it updates another time or two. So I've got Open Book and Kurzweil. I have read it. I have I read from you know a handy tech out of Germany. It was pretty good at one time. I have DocuScan from. Uh, uh, oh, the fellow, the folks that did Saratech and Saratech, uh, Calvo, yeah, Mike Calvo, course, and, yeah, 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 Mike Calvo mm -hmm. and Jaws Convenient OCR. I have an Optic Book uh, 4800 scanner. That's what that's my scanner now. Uh, we own for another major task that we have to perform is. is uh, you know, reading food, you know, what are we having for supper? <laughs> and uh, we, we own, we've, we've had it uh, in, uh, uh, you know, we've had an Envision an, an product for years. Uh, we, we had the ID Mate Summit. We now have the ID Mate Galaxy. Even though it, it is no longer being sold by them, the database is still being updated semi-annually. Yeah, it's and huge. Anybody who has a Galaxy, I'd urge them to keep it because it'll still update. I, to me, that that is the most efficient way to get product barcodes and information. Uh, I have tried several of the phone apps, and I guess I'm getting a little old, and my I'm not as stable. Uh, as I once was, I don't camera shoot very well. I I, my, I have marginal success with any of the of the. I I own several of the iOS apps. The ones that, that have been mentioned, I have them all. Uh, I find that one day uh, Envision will give me, you know, wonderful results, and the next day it doesn't. I have to use I. I have to use a voice dream scanner. It works. And the next day, maybe it's seeing eye that works. I, so I'm not sure what uh, we have a reading machine that has a camera. And, and I find that having a camera with a stable uh, platform seems to work better for me. Uh, we, we use Be My Eyes when uh, Susan wants to know what blouse goes with what skirt. Uh, sometimes that we get a product that just won't, we have 
food from the, uh, from our from a food service. Uh, sometimes they don't have barcodes, and we can't we forget what it is. I'll call we'll call be my eyes, and they can usually, you know, I can find the labels for them to to see. Um, so I, I'm like Myrna or everybody else is kind of lots of tools in the toolbox, and I just use anything that. Uh, if I have important papers, uh, uh, we, we we've been going through estate wills and estates and stuff with our parents, but you know, passing away fairly recently. Uh, and we have a trusted friend who, when he's in Texas, uh, we'll, he'll come help us read important financial documents and do form filling out of that nature. Uh, and I, I think that about honey have i have i covered everything i think so there's only one thing that i need to add uh, and good job um it's like myrna said the main thing that we have trouble reading is credit cards and so we have to get our trusted friend to help us with that too but we also do online banking and we receive no paper bills anymore everything we receive is online and that's the way I run our household is by doing online banking. We like the human touch, but we also want to be able to read or pay bills or whatever, whenever and as we want to. And so that's really all I think I have to add. Thank you. Thanks, Larry. Thanks, Susan. Good stuff. Great stuff. Uh, by the way, at some point later on, I, I'm not going to do anything about it now because we got lots of hands. But I'm curious because I'm about to embark on uh, on Alexa's show, and I'm curious as to whether that camera works. We have that too. Do you? Uh, I forgot to mention it. We do. Uh, We've got the 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 uh, the we have the Echo Show the the, the two. It's got a ten or ten or twelve megapixel camera. It's Echo uh -huh. Show eight. Yeah, it's the it's the eight it's the eight, but it's the second generation of right. the thing, and okay. it's got right. a. Uh, they've they've upped the pixelage of, of the camera helped a little i think i've had marginal results with it mm -hmm. i find that if i scan it's sitting on a like a table about reading height we have a, a we call it the reading table and that's where our reading machine sits and i've also had room for the show and there's a light there and if i scan the the jar or the box or whatever if i do if i if i approach the thing from the from a standing position and and look down at it i seem to get better results i've been disappointed in it too but we may it's not, not have enough light over there yeah and you can use it for more than just identifying objects which is good yeah. but still well, Kira, I'm, right. I'm glad to hear that I'll, I'll take a look at it when i start to get to you know when they start to get it put together thank you both good stuff ron we have another question yes uh, nikki is next thank you um, my dad had what was called a reading edge, and he could he could just lay down paperwork and record up to 50 pages and then have it read back to him in any of eight different voices. Um, and when he passed away, I had great difficulty finding somebody to take it. Um, and I was offering it free through the, uh, <laughs> what do you call it, <laughs> the connection or whatever we call it, that Brad, that Dave was running all those years ago. And so I sent it to him in LA. And what you're talking about, Larry, is um, maybe a reading machine. Is it similar to that? 
because sometimes when people call me up and they say, I want to show you something, I want you to read it to me, because when they get it on their phone or they get it on their computer, it doesn't, they can't read it properly because of the advertising and different stuff like that. So they kind of call me and then I, I'm their eyes. Um, I've also, I also volunteer on Be My Eyes, and I've done that a couple of times. Um, and other times when it's more difficult, they just email it to me or they forward it to me, and then I can just read it. So those are some of the ways in which I'm able to help people. But I'm wondering if all these scanners, and you're saying that sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. When you scan something in, does it read everything or does it not? I'm here. Can I, can I respond? Sure, go ahead. Yes, sure. Okay, okay. Larry. I don't know what I, I, I've since I, I was talking last. There's two Larrys. I, if I'm if I'm the wrong one, just say so. No, no, no. <laughs> you're the right one. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. We, our reading machine is called the Read Easy Move. There's a new. It's been supplanted by one called the Read Easy Evolve, and it's a camera based system it can be as it's we owned a reading edge too many many ah. years ago uh, it was uh, like a second or third wedding anniversary present to each other <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we used the heck out of it we read everything vada bath bottles mayonnaise jars you name it we tried everything but uh, read a lot of books that way that was a great machine the readies oh, my dad loved it he called he, it his amigo Oh yeah! Oh gosh, I read all night sometimes on the thing. Right. But uh, yeah. there's there's a number of those out there. Uh, it does read the the read easy line. The the machine it can operate in a very simple interface, or if you want to do more things like the document management and different and different kinds of of shoot like recognition of columns, bases, single column, or other choices you can have a more complex interface but mm -hmm. uh, you it so it can be as simple or as or as feature rich you know as you'd like to have it it's a good machine oh, uh, thank you but very most much. of the products do read yeah and, and th this this is alan too nick and I'll, I'll just add whenever you're talking about processing a photographic image of text the results you get are going to be a function of how good a scanner you've got, how you've got it set, how much detail you, you've got it set to capture, how big the print is of the text, how good the contrast is of the text. So you can get all kind of different results after you, because what happens is you, you take a picture of, of the text Optical character recognition has to be processed on it to convert it into words. Some, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And it's just a function yeah. of how good all those other items are. I mean, I, I was trying to take a, a I, I tried to use my scanner of the day. I was trying to scan a little owner's manual that came with a pair of headphones I got. This thing was like an inch wide. You can imagine how big the print on it must have been. It must have been like <laughs> minuscule. And, you know, I, I, I didn't have real good success. It sounded like it was reading another language. So, you know, the, the, those are the kind of things that you get into. Yeah, when sometimes we, the frustrating thing, sometimes you have 50 tools and nothing works. Right. <laughs> yes. Exactly right. Larry knows. He's, he's, 
done it. So yep. yeah, that, that's absolutely. So, yeah. All right. So, Rob, so I can see where the human comes in. Thank yeah. you very much. Thank right. you all. We're gonna, thank you all. Yeah, we're going to go to another hand. There are about four, and we want to get everybody in before we close. So Yeah, okay. Agnes is next. Well, um, I unfortunately don't own an iPhone, but what I use is humans occasionally to read, and I use my Pearl camera with Open Book 9, and I still have my Opticon, so I still am able to use that, and like everyone said tonight, I use what you know, fits the situation. And I do a lot of stuff online, including banking. And I get, you know, bills emailed to me or told when they're there and I can go and look at, at them. And that does help, you know, considerably. I'm an old Opticon user. <laughs> yeah, the Opticon is the first yep. piece of technology I ever used. I remember that you. one, yeah. It's probably the most accurate because... Yeah, there's no interface. No, You're the and the, actual, right. Yeah. And the Opticon, the one thing that the Opticon would do, I still have mine, but my batteries are shot. And I really, you can still send them in. There's a guy named Richard Ohm who fixes them, apparently. But the thing that the Opticon will do that nothing else will do, if you want to see the layout of the page. So yeah. when you print something and you say, well, I want to see how this looks. Is this centered? Is this? Um, you know, um, what's the layout or people were even using it to do music. I've, I've done a little bit of music. Ooh, with it. I never yeah. tried that. <laughs> yeah. I, I know somebody who was a harpist and she, she Ooh. did a lot of harp music with it. Yeah. And, wow. and I did some music with I it. I wasn't that drums. good, <laughs> but I loved it. I mean it because, you know, even one thing when you, when you address an envelope and you want to see, you know, where the return is and where the mm-hmm. inside and nothing, there's nothing like an Opticon. I probably, I probably need to go up in my closet and get it back because it, it really, um, I've used it in so long. But that I read was our bills years. and mail with it for years. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, looks like Joseph is next. I'm, I'm wanted to direct my comments to Larry from Texas. Uh, since you use Bookshare a lot, I've gotten interested in. Uh, Dallas a lot because of the JFK situation, and I think there are some books in, in the related to that that the Sixth Floor Museum has that would be good books for a candidate. So I hope you would look into that. But I wanted to ask about the Pearl use of the Pearl camera and how how long did it take those of you that use the Pearl to get used to how you line the uh, materials up with it. That has been a tricky process for me and sometimes frustrating one. It was very tricky for me as well. What you have to do, because sometimes it doesn't work and I'm looking at seeing if there's cables in the way. You don't want to have any cables in the way because I've noticed that something doesn't read, it reads terribly. And then I'll start looking and, oh my God, wait, the phone thing is in the way. Or the, the thing that connects my braille display, my computer, is in the path of it. You want to get air, all your cables out because it won't take a clear picture if, if that's the case. Also, light, lighting. You want to play around with um, when you do the Jaws stuff, and it says you know acquire, and you can change it from automatic to to a light is always on or light is always off. You want to play around with that, but there's a little dot 
in the center that you can line up the document with. Make Put the center of the document where that little dot is. But just make sure that it's clear, that it's getting a clear view. Because if it doesn't get a clear view, that's when you get this, this gobbledygook. Thank you. Um, I just have a quick tip. Um, you also need to check your table you're using and if it can see the wood or the grade in the wood, I can't remember the exact wording, then you have to put a piece of paper down and then put it on top of the paper because it doesn't respond well if you don't. I bought a piece of, of quite uh, poster board. You can go to Walmart and and they're cheap. Like you get like a package of three or five or six for like two bucks. <laughs> All right. Excellent question. Ron? Okay. The next one is a, a phone user, area code 951. That's Nancy. I have a, um, I don't have an iPhone, but I have an Android phone. Meantime, I have an Opticon. I have a, now has anyone heard of the click? I saw this from the Marcus Products Clearview, a standalone reading device is called the Clearview Reader. I don't even know. I think it's Optilex. Has anyone heard of that? Oh, yes. You, you put something yes, underneath but, it. Yeah. But it's for people with low vision. It's not for someone who's totally blind. Well, it has speech. I it, mean, it's. I have one. And uh, by enhanced vision, I'm 100 feet. Uh, uh, I, I got the clear vision. The new one, uh, Clear Vision 2, and, and it's for the blind people. Now, to, to use it as a as a uh, uh, low vision, you need the adapter that is set aside, and then you can go into the menu and set the uh, and 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 take pictures and and hook it up hook up the monitor too with it. But I use it uh, as a blind person. I, a blind person work perfect. A blind person can use it. Is that what you're saying? Yes. I got a clear because view. I, have, I, have, just, I just open up the gooseneck and slip it there, and then just push the button, and then just scan and read. That's that's what I. It was expensive. It's on sale, but I have a. Yeah, they're about two thousand dollars. I, I have super sense on my phone too, but I haven't used it yet. Okay. And I have a scanner, an old scanner I got from the late Roger Bain a long time ago. I haven't used it for a while either. I hope it still works. But anyway, I just wish I could get, find the the best one of the best standalone reading devices, even though my Opticon does work. You know, it's usable. Um, I don't know. Well, you're on a lot of lists. I would ask people on the list. Somebody probably has an answer for you. Okay. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Nancy. Myrna. Sure. Thanks. Bobby Vinton next. Uh, there's a program out there that works with a flatbed. It's called Free OCR, and the website is freeocr.net. Now, it's a little inaccurate because sometimes when you put the paper on the flatbed scanner, you have to manually convert it to PT, PDF. Excuse me, I was going to say the letter T. Or, or sometimes you have to open the PTF. PDF to scan the whole file. So this does not scan automatically. So this is very limited. My other solution is, I'm sure you've all heard of this. Have you ever heard of KNFB Reader for Windows? Yes. Yeah. Um, the second solution is I read with um, KNFB Reader. 
um, which is very, very good, actually. It instantly, after you control T is the scan command. You Once you hit control T and you have the paper on the flatbed, it instantly starts reading your document. Well, processes it first, and then it'll read the document. And once the document's done, you have the option to save it or delete the, the um, text. You know, you may want to save it for certain reasons, but then you can delete the text by hitting Alt F4 if you really want. So those are my two things that I read that I work with. Thank you, and Bobby. Uh, first of all, I got the Surface Pro 8 and the first time I'm using it in this room. You can hear me okay? Go ahead, Jerry. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I want to say this, I'll say this real fast. Uh, Susan and Larry, Larry, uh, for, this, for you guys, uh, I, in the, in the Word document, I, I got window and it's uh, my 2019, work on 2016 as well. I, I opened up the Word document and then I, and then I, then I put a security code on it. And then every time I open that document, I have to put in that code and it does work and and I tried every way to break it, and it won't break. Uh, you get somebody trusted that you know. You put all your credit cards in there, the name, and when they expire, and then security code and, and code, and when it expires and everything. And and I always try to remember one credit card that I know the whole account, the security code, and the expiration date. I find that works very well for me. And and uh, I use that every, practically every week. So just my suggestion. Good suggestion. Thank you, Jerry. Okay, Carla, next. Hello. Um, I, I wanted to tell you how much, well, I, I had a quick question too, on how much I'm really getting to use the Pearl and really appreciating the Pearl camera. I always thought it was just for sighted people but it's great for reading mail and yes, it is. relatively easy to use. Mm-hmm. And they give you that stand to line it up with the questions that I had was um, in your opinion is when you're using the Pearl, is it best just to use the jaws OCR um, or um, if you have Kurzweil 1000, um, you know, on your computer, is it better? Do you get better results if you use it in conjunction with that? And if so, how do you do that? And then the second thing I was going to ask is anybody done a comparison between a hardware like a flatbed or something scanner versus a Pearl or any such um, cameras and what sorts of results you get in ease of use? Yeah, I can yeah. respond. Yeah, go ahead. Somebody no, else? Go ahead, Larry. Yeah, go ahead, Larry. It, w- it, won't, it won't work natively with Kurzweil 1000. They, there is, I went and got, there is a bridge that somebody put out that is supposed to uh, bridge uh, the Pearl uh, software to Kurzweil. I tried it and it was awful. I had horrible results. Uh, if you've got a good scanner and you're interested, I don't think there's any comparison between Pearl and a good scanner. I think a a good scan, uh, Kurzweil and a good scanner will render you much better results, in my opinion. Okay. If, if you use open book, I've used the JAWS convenient OCR and I've used open book. 
and both of them will work with with pearls. Yeah, so I agree. Sometimes Agreed. if you have tables, um, open book will work a little better because it's you know it's made to do tables and stuff better than yep, the conventional OCR. Um, but you know the pearl is the pearl is good. What I I'm jealous of Larry Lumpkin because I love the optic book, and I had to give it up because when it went to Windows 10, they didn't have drivers for it. So apparently now I guess they do, but I loved that scan. Yeah, I've used it all along. Uh, I got the na- I downloaded the native drivers for Windows, you know, for and it you yeah. know, it worked. I had no trouble at all. <laughs> Because it it did, yeah. We'll take one more question and then we'll close. Okay, a phone user, area code 757. Hi, I'm Linda. Um, I use the OrCam and I really like it. I also have the Opticon and there's some things that Opticon, like y'all were saying, is I was trying to read a directory of names and phone numbers and I kind of, well, I could get on each page and find what letters were on that page. And I went right down and found the name and nothing will do that as well as the Opticon. But I do like my OrCam. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. I don't have the Opticon anymore. I used to, but it's very, very nice. Well, with that, we're going to close. We want to thank everybody for your participation, and we thank our panel. We'll thank Alan and Myrna and Brad, and I did never saw Andrea, so uh, some, hopefully she, everything's okay with her. And uh, we'll be back next week. This Next week will be the last week before we take a little break. And we've already got several things planned for you in 2022, which we will talk about in 2022. Next week... Uh, I can't confirm who's going to do it. We think we know. But we it looks like, if all goes well, we will be talking about Windows 11 as it relates to screen readers, etc. And um, more about that. Stay tuned to the Tech Talk lists, and we'll put stuff out as well. But that looks like the way we're going, and I'm waiting to hear an answer today. I, did, I haven't seen it yet, so we'll... Hopefully put something up tonight to verify that. And with that, I want to thank everybody, and we will see you all next week on Tech Talk.